The Right Hook Podcast. With the Mitsubishi Outlander Business, the two-seater commercial SUV with over 2,000 litres of cargo space, two-ton towing capacity and legendary four-wheel drive technology. MitsubishiMotors.ie Thanks, Kian. Well, Bill Hughes is in the studio with another briefcase full of memories from years past in what uh, is compulsive listening now for many of you, essential songs of when, Bill? Well, the first year that I went to boarding school. Okay. uh, Well, that I did my leaving cert the first time, 1973. Okay, I'm all right here. I'm married. One child, ba- little baby, baby Michelle. I wonder what music I was listening to. Well, I hope you were listening to this particular double album. Well, double album? When I say double album, it's probably one of the most famous double albums ever made by anybody. You're kidding. Elton John's Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. Yeah? Yeah. No? I liked Elton John. I love Elton John and I love this particular album, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. The artwork alone, but the scale of the work, the scale, the number of songs that came from this. Uh, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, Saturday Night's Alright for Fighting, Benny and the Jets, Candle in the Wind, that was then subsequently, you know, redone for Princess Diana's funeral. But um, this particular album, released in 1973, uh, it's the seventh album under the Elton John name and his seventh studio album, but his first double album. And uh, they, when you keep talking about double album, you mean two albums in one? It was two vinyl records in a big fold out uh, piece of artwork sleeve. All right, okay. Uh, All right. With, no, these are vinyl records. Vinyl records. That was yeah. 1973's the height of vinyl. And, uh, and are you are you playing every song from no, Double Album? No, no, the title song, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. All right, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road by Elton John. Mm. He had a brother or a cousin or something who played in an FA Cup final for Fulham, I think. Did he? I think so, yeah. There was kind of a trivia question in a quiz I was in once. Somebody called Dwight. Correct. The only Dwight I can think of is Dwight York, and that's the wrong Dwight. No, no, a fella called Dwight played for Fulham. Oh, very good. He was a fullback. Well, Elton John headed off to the Pink Flamingo Hotel in Kingston, Jamaica. To To make the record. To make this record. And he sat down, and and Bernie Taupin, his, his genius composer guy, wrote all the music for the double album in uh, two and a half weeks. And then he lying pres- by the pool in yeah. Jamaica. And then he presented the music to Elton John, and Elton John sat down all the songs, and he wrote all the lyrics in three days. Come on, in three days, and so so this double album that you've said is one of the great double albums of all time. Yeah, one fellow wrote all the music in two weeks, hands it over to the other guy, and he writes all the words in uh, three days. days. In, in in the Pink Flamingo Hotel in Kingston, Jamaica. But uh, W.S. Gilbert couldn't have done that. Well, they did. And Elton John is known for being prolific. Really? But they were getting... You know who W.S. Gilbert is? The yeah, filmmaker. Oh, no. The, Gilbert and Sullivan. Ah, of Gilbert and Sullivan. Well, I would know Gilbert and Sullivan. I wouldn't have known him by his initials. I'm desperately sorry. Yes. Yeah. I do and love Pen- the Pirates of Penzance. Right. And, but Gilbert hated Sullivan and Sullivan hated Gilbert. 
And that happens in a lot of duos, mm. but not so with Bernie Taupin and Elton John. Not on this one. So they were in Jamaica. They Got were getting it. ready to go into the al- to record the album in the studio, but there were problems with the piano that was in the studio, and there were problems with the audio quality that Elton John could hear. Now, he wanted to do it there because that's where the Rolling Stones had just recorded Ghost's Head Soup, and that was a real classic album of the time, and he loved the sound. But the sound didn't suit him also. There was a lot of social unrest in Kingston because there was about to be a big fight between Joe Frazier and George Foreman. Go away. And people were fighting in the street. Elton John felt very unsafe. So they upped sticks and moved the whole production to France, to the Chateau d'Aronville. And there they recorded it in two weeks. And they laid all the tracks down. Now, I just want to ask you a question yeah. here. You, they're in the Pink Flamingo in Kingston. They, yeah. They upstakes and they go to the Chateau d'Anville. They're on Ville, yeah. Yeah, right, okay. It doesn't sound as if these these places are actually recording studios. So they kind of had to make studios. Well, there, there is a the Chateau d'Anville, they'd already recorded oh, I see. Uh, Honky Chateau and Don't Shoot Me, I'm Only the Piano Player there. Um, a bit like Slane Castle, you too adapted the oh. interior of Slane Castle to record Unforgettable Fire. You know, castles with their thick walls are great places to record. Oh, I see. They have good natural sound. They're very, they're very drafty, but otherwise they're okay. Mm. Um, not that I have much experience <laughs> of castles. Blarney Castle is my only experience. Anyway, this song is Yellow Brick Goodbye Road. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. Now, this is previously sung by Judy Garland in The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's Follow the Yellow Brick Road oh. from Wizard of Oz. Okay. Completely different song. No, right. this is it. <laughs> but, he must, but, he, but he must have got the name from the Wizard of Oz. Or oh, yeah, there's yeah. a connection or something. Yeah, it's about, you know, well, the symbolism of a yellow brick road. What is it? It's the road to prosperity. It's the road to happiness. Ah. It's the road to love. So it's goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. Oh, so he's I'm a realist. in your... Yeah, I'm having, I'm having a realistic... Wake up calls. Right, to I life. can't. We're going to listen. You're going to love the song. Written in three days, uh, the music in two weeks, all by the pool in Kingston, Jamaica. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road, Elton John.
I remember it now. It was just fabulous. The interesting thing, uh, technically you'll understand what's going on here. They kind of double track his voice. Oh, yeah, they they do. But I made an awful boob in my introduction to that. What'd you do? I said it arse about face, George. I meant that Elton John wrote the music in three days. Bernie Taupin wrote the lyrics in two, in two and a half weeks. It was the other way around. I don't but know sure, it doesn't matter. I was having, oh, well, it's it still does amazing. Matter. Yeah, it is amazing. But I'm, but anyway, they 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 anyway they double track him, which was interesting. Double and me. triple and quadruple quadruple track, I'd say. Yeah, a lot so of sound so the production there. is fantastic. Very but, but but the rhythm and the music and everything is just it's class. got an orchestral sweep. It's got the yeah. whole thing to it. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Well, we will happily add it to the Spotify collection. You go to Spotify, you go to Essential Songs on the right hook, and you can uh, stream it. So you'll have all Bell's choices there on uh, Spotify. Number two. Number two, we're going to go from the exotic climes of Kingston, Jamaica and the Chateau Heronville in France and we're going to go to Birmingham, <laughs> your old stomping ground. 1973, the essential songs of Bill Hughes in Birmingham? Birmingham. Who? A young man who was born in Kitts Green in Birmingham back in 19... Uh, well, he was born back in 1940-something odd. Yeah, like me. <laughs> but but he uh, had an incredible career and has has an ongoing incredible... If I say the name Roy Wood, does that mean anything to you? No. Roy Wood has had three major incarnations in the popular music world. The first one was with The Move. The second was with Wizard. And the third was with the Electric Light Orchestra. I remember the ELOR. I don't remember the previous the two very move, well. well. They the move I kind of do, but I couldn't. I couldn't remember their music or anything. Uh, but flowers when you in play, the rain. Flowers in the rain. Oh yeah. The very first song that was played on Radio One. Is that what you're going to pick? No, because oh. that was that was earlier. That was from the sixties. But this is 1973. Who is it now? Is it so the move? The wizard, 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 just wizard, wizard not the wizard. Right. And this is see my baby jive. 
I think you'll know this. Do I think I? you'll know well, this. Well, I, yeah. I knew, I, I certainly could jive and there was a few women I could tell you that would <laughs> go down very well would see my baby jive. Well, listen to the production on it when you hear it and listen to the makeup of the song and listen to the way it breaks down because a couple of years later, a song that was very much inspired by this song won the Eurovision Song Contest for ABBA, Waterloo. And Waterloo, ABBA subsequently did say yes, they were massively influenced wow. by the work of Roy Okay, Wood. it's Roy Wood, it's see Wizard, mm. it's what? See, baby, see that, see that baby jive. See my baby jive. See my baby jive. <laughs> Ah, see my baby jive, Roy Wood and Wizard from 1973, yeah. uh, the essential songs of uh, Bill Hughes, and available on Spotify on, just go to Essential Songs on the Right Hook and, uh, and subscribe. I thought it was going to say something to you. Yeah. Why has music got so much worse? Like 73 and all them 60s fabulous music. You've played two so far and I'm jiving around the studio. Well, the music is still great. It's just that you don't appreciate it anymore. That's all. It's not as good as that. <laughs> That's you, really though. good. That's really, I see really good. the Abbott connection. And people love ELO, the Electric Light Orchestra, and they've just been announced as they are uh, performing at the Legends stage at uh, Glastonbury this year. Oh, Wizard? ELO. Oh, ELO. With Roy Wood and with uh, Jeff Lynne, Bev Bevan. All right, but speaking of announcements, Mm -hmm. Springsteen coming to Crook Park? Oh, yeah, fantastic. Fantastic. I love him. And live... 
People have to go and see him live. He is the entertainer who gives it everything. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, I, I was talking to him over a cup of coffee backstage at Slane. Yeah? Oh, you were yeah. there on that magical day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was saying, now, Bruce, I said in a few years, uh, Bill Hughes will be coming <laughs> in playing your music. That was a great event. Oh, super, super. And people remembered very fondly by everybody that was there. Absolutely. So, do you want you the got a, You got a present of a ticket for your confirmation, mm. <laughs> God, when he played Slane, I was 30. It's Bill Hughes, uh, Essential Songs of 1973. We had um, the, the great Elton John, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. There we had Roy Wood and Wizard in See My Baby Jive. And if you can top the previous two, we're out and running. Well, in the world in 1973, there was one song that was the biggest selling song everywhere. <laughs> in America, in Britain, in Australia, New Zealand. Go the ahead. number one biggest selling song of 1973. It's probably going to hear. Yeah. Oh, kidding me. It's a novelty song. A novelty song. Oh, by Tony Orlando and, and Dawn, Dawn in tie a yellow ribbon. The ribbon round the old oak tree. That's the one. That's the one. That was the biggest how hit you, in the world. How is it a novelty song? Oh, it is a novelty song. You can't take it seriously. And it's got a little story to it. And it's the a yellow ribbon story. is I'm coming home and you're going to wait for me. Yeah, something, isn't and there it? was, you know, there was a guy, a writer at the time, Pete Hamill, who had done an article for the New York Post about a story he had heard about a convict uh, getting out of prison. And that's how he wanted to know if it was still safe that the girlfriend would have tied a ribbon around the other. Right, anyway, okay. these guys heard a different story and it became associated with veterans coming back and veterans coming back from the Vietnam War in the 70s and that there would be tie a yellow ribbon around the old now, oak tree and everybody fell out yeah over. this is really interesting because of course in hits of 1943 or whatever mm-hmm. you pick the Andrews sisters with don't say it under the apple tree but anywhere else but me mm-hmm. you didn't actually you, you picked uh, the Boogie bugle Boogie. boy mm-hmm. yeah the bugle boy but they did one about sitting at home waiting for their fella to come home from war. Mm. So this is very much a common story. But listen, it was it was a, a huge uh, story print, reprinted by the Reader's Digest as Going Home and it was a dramatised version with James Earl Jones in 1972 playing the role of the returning ex-con and then also you've got to remember John Wayne, she wore a yellow ribbon back about the cowboy era yeah. so in the 19th century I remember century. John Wayne so it goes back. she wore a yellow yeah. ribbon round the old oak so Tony Orlando and Dawn became this huge act the song was written by Erwin uh, Levine and L. Russell Brown it was produced by Hank Madress and Dave Apple but it was just so massive and Tony Orlando and Dawn went on to have you know, Candida, Knocked Three Times, Say Has Anybody Seen My Sweet Gypsy Rose. Like, they had a bunch of hits, but I would have always regarded them as a novelty act. And when I was a student, I went to see them in the P&E uh, exhibition in, in Vancouver. Uh, I was there working on a, a student summer visa and Tony Orlando came on stage by jumping out of a glass piano and it was a big deal. It was a, I, I thought, isn't that amazing? <laughs> but it wasn't really amazing. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I didn't particularly like this. I mm. thought it was kind of squishy and sentimental Hokey. and everything. Mm. But I liked Candida now. Yeah. And the other one knocked I liked. Knocked three times. Yeah, knocked mm. three times. Yeah. I liked them. Knocked 
three times is very danceable. Not at three all. times on the ceiling, if you want me. Yeah. Twice on the pipe, if the answer is no. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. So, yeah, with this, with Thai yellow ribbon, it's it's very sweet. It's a nice, and it reminds me right. of Save All Your Kisses for Me, the Brotherhood of Man yeah, had in Eurovision right. as well. I used to, I used to mostly get two knocks on the radiator rather than three <laughs> steps on the wall or whatever. But it's, um, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Thai yellow ribbon round the oak. Oak Tree, originally recorded by John Wayne, according to Bill Hughes. But here no. we're listening to the Tony Orlando and Dawn version. Uh, I Back next week with another myst, mystical year of music, uh, we're going out with Tony Orlando and Dawn as Ger Tanham of Island Bridge Brand Development comes through the door with another business to kickstart. So here it is. Tony Orlando and Dawn. I'm coming home, I've done my time. Now I've got to know what is and isn't mine. If you Please look for me 